Hi everyone, welcome to Bean to Barstool, a podcast that looks at the intersections of craft beer and craft chocolate. My name is David Nilsson and I'm the host and creator of this show. Today I'm sharing a quick bonus episode highlighting how one particular style of beer can be paired with craft chocolate. Doppelbach is a strong German lager style that can be brewed year-round, but is often released by U.S. craft breweries as a winter or early spring seasonal. That's because the world's very first Doppelbach was brewed for a holy feast day that fell on April 2nd and has often been associated with the Lenten season. The ancestor of modern Doppelbach was first brewed by the monks of St. Francis of Paula, whose monastery near Munich received permission to establish a brewery in 1651. Some years later, they began brewing a beer in honor of the father of their order and served it during an eight-day festival in his honor in early April. This became a celebration that, from all accounts, all of Munich turned out for, not least of all to enjoy the hearty beer the monks had prepared. The beer was called Sankt Vaterbeer, or Holy Father Beer, and in time became known as Salvator. The beer was brewed with a large volume of malt, but was poorly attenuated, meaning much of the fermentable sugar in the beer was left unfermented. The result was a thick, sweet beer of only moderate alcohol strength that would have been quite hearty and comforting at the end of a Bavarian winter. The monastery eventually sold the brewery to the state, and in time it became a private company. The style of beer the monks had pioneered was imitated by dozens of breweries and became quite popular in the 19th century, eventually becoming the modern style we know as Doppelbach. The lineage of that original beer lives on as Pauliner Salvator, one of the best Doppelbachs in the world. For a much fuller account of the history of Doppelbach, I encourage you to check out the excellent work of beer writers Jeff Allworth and Ron Pattinson, which I'll link to in the show notes. Doppelbachs today are much stronger than those early examples, generally coming in between 7 and 10% ABV. While they are no longer as sweet as the underfermented examples of old, they do still give an impression of sweetness from their rich malt foundation, though they should be well attenuated. The finish should be mostly dry and not leave any cloying sweetness on the tongue. Doppelbachs are all about malt flavor, with little emphasis on hop or fermentation flavors. Prominent flavor notes include dark bread, bread crust, and toast, with accents of dark fruit, caramel, and occasionally cocoa. While pale Doppelbachs exist, they are most commonly brewed darker, ranging from deep amber or copper to dark brown. The ample malt bill provides the style with a thick, mousse-like head of foam. In addition to Pauliner, excellent German examples can be found from Eyinger, Weinstephan, Augustiner, and Ondex, among many others, with excellent American examples from Trogues and Bells widely available. If you live in Ohio, like me, keep your eyes out for Masthead Zungenbrecher this time of year. It's excellent. So let's talk about pairing Doppelbach with chocolate. The malt flavors of Doppelbachs work beautifully with dark chocolate featuring flavors of dark sugars, dried fruits, nuts, or gentle spice or smoke. Seek out dark chocolate made with alternative sugars such as maple, sweet inclusions like toffee, or gentle wood smokes like pecan. Single origin bars in the 70% range from origins with lower acidity and notes of spices, earthiness, nuts, dried fruits, or caramel or related flavors can work well, such as Bolivia, Uganda, or others. Because of their low hop bitterness and the presence of malt flavors our brains associate with sweetness, Doppelbachs can seem sweet, but in reality there isn't much residual sugar in well-made examples. Chocolates that have bold flavors or high acidity can cause harsh interactions because of this sensory bait-and-switch. 
Mild chocolates can get washed out by the style's high alcohol content and rich maltiness. Avoid white chocolate and plain milk chocolate, acidic or bold single origins, bold smoke or spice inclusions, or bright fruit inclusions. As an example, let's look at a recent pairing using Masthead Zungenbrecher. While this beer has limited distribution, the same pairing should work well with most Doppelbachs. Zungenbrecher has notes of raisins and light caramel with unspiced sticky bun dough and dark bread dough, all in a dry body with minimal but noticeable hot bitterness to balance the malt. I paired it with Cantu's excellent Maple and Maris Fleur de Sel 60% dark chocolate bar. The resulting pairing was like maple drizzled figs on rich, crusty, lightly salted dark bread. In my pairing beer and chocolate zine, which you can order from beantobarstool.com, I give pairing guidance like this for dozens of beer styles, helping you find great pairings for styles you might not expect to pair well with chocolate. The zine is 70 full-color pages and is the only printed guide to pairing craft beer and chocolate. The link to order is in the show notes. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this quick bonus episode of Bean to Barstool. Barstool.